Welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. I'd like to invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Lord Jesus, thank you. Uh, that even as we declare that, God, we know in our own lives and our own strength, we cannot make this true. In fact, our minds and our hearts are easily drawn and attracted to other things. But we ask you, Jesus, to, to capture our hearts, to capture our minds. Holy Spirit, help us with the sense of self-control, Lord, to be able to truly declare, you are all we are after. We declare, Lord, you are all we need, that in you, God, we will lack nothing. Thank you, Lord, for who you are in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, it's a new week and we're starting a a series, a new series in this morning worship and prayer. And it's called Apostolic Prayers. And really what we're looking at are prayers that the Apostle Paul prayed over his church. You know, one of the things we pastors often have to uh, encounter, which is a good thing, we love to do this, is the prayer requests of the church members. We love to pray for these things. Um, Some of them, they come from painful places. Some of them, they come from difficult places. Uh, Some of them come from joyful places. And something my dad, who's uh, taught me, is that um, prayer requests of people can generally be grouped into similar things, similar themes. There's always prayers for money. There's always prayers for healing. There's always prayers for um, family restoration. There's always prayers for uh, loved ones or, or people in your life to come to know Jesus. And the fifth most common category, he said, uh, not in, these weren't in order, but one of the top five that we often get is prayers for wisdom. Prayers for wisdom, prayers for understanding. How do I make the right decisions? And the prayer we're going to look at today is also a prayer of wisdom. A prayer of understanding. Now, if you think about yourself and myself, what are the prayers of wisdom and understanding we pray for? Maybe some of you, that's your prayer this morning. Should I take this job? Should I um, move you know, from this home to that home? Or, or if you have many suitors, which of, the, of which of these people should I entertain? Wisdom and understanding. And the Apostle Paul, in the prayer we're going to look at today, Ephesians chapter 1, 15 to 17, prayed this over his church in Ephesians. He said, I pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation on you. But wisdom and revelation for what? That's what's interesting. It says here, Ephesians 1, 15 to 17, For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, Remembering you in my prayers, here he is, he's praying for them. What's he praying for? Verse 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. Very interesting verse, this verse 17. In it, we see that the Trinity at work, the God of Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, Lord Jesus Christ, of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit of wisdom and of revelation. Here's the Trinity at work. And he says, I pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. Interesting. Paul in prison, writing to the church in Ephesus, a church that he loves dearly, he spends so much time in, his prayer request for them is that you would have the Holy Spirit 
to know God more. Few thoughts we can draw from this thing. The number one is they don't know God enough. The church in Ephesians is not a bad church. It's a pretty good church. It's, it's one of the letters, some, some letters that Paul writes, you can tell, uh, medyo hugot, diba? Hashtag hugot letter yun. Na may pinagdadaanan yung church na yun. May narinig na balita si Paul tungkol sa kanila and he's like, why are you acting this way? You know, so his language, his tone, his choice of topic reveals that. Ephesians isn't like that. They're, they're, they're pretty solid church, pretty good people. And yet Paul's prayer is that they may know God more. The reality is no matter how long you and I have been following Jesus, no matter how much we know about the Bible, young or old in the faith, new or long-time member of the church, we could all stand to learn more about God, to know Him more. The reality is that on our own, we don't know Him that well. And the lie that we would have is if we settle and we say, ah, alam ko na yan. Maybe even in these morning worship and prayer things, you know, like you hear the verse, ah, okay, okay, I've heard something about that. Maybe you have. But does that mean you know Him? Because you could always stand to know Him more. They don't know Him enough. That's why Paul was saying, I pray that you do. And second thing we want, you can see here is that not only do they not know Him enough, they can't know Him enough apart from God Himself. He doesn't say, I pray that you would have the willpower to know Him more. I pray that you will put in the energy and the time to know Him more. No, He says, I pray to God that He would give you the Spirit to know Him more. See, we can't. Eh? We can't know God on our own because our minds are so limited. Our perspective is so limited. We only know this world. We know this world with transactional love. We know this world with conditional love. We know this world with broken promises. We know this world of just ugliness and pain. And, and so we can't comprehend a God who's so righteous, whose heart cares for the oppressed, and at the same time is joyful. It's joyful. It's, it's, it's celebrating in heaven. We, it's hard for us to comprehend that. It seems like you have to choose between those things. We can't comprehend a God who is both for the oppressed, but also cares for the oppressor that they would repent and come to know Him. Human society, you look at the internet, it always has to choose between attributes of God. Is it God's justice or God's love? Is it, is it the anger at sin or God's mercy? And God is both Him. He's both to a degree beyond us in both respects. And tayo namimili tayo. Because we can't know Him. Apart from Him giving us that revelation. That spirit of wisdom and revelation. What is your prayer today? Are you content with what you know about God? Are you content with your current level? People have pointed out to us for so long. A church, preachers have uh, uh, the early Church leaders would point out that every sin, every bad habit, every evil thought, all of these things have their root in our failure to know a certain aspect about God. Why are you unforgiving? It's because you don't know how much God has forgiven you. Why are you unable to sleep? Because you don't know how much God loves you and watches over you while you sleep. Why are you, and I'm not, I'm not being reductionist. I'm not trying to reduce your problems to one Bible memorize this. But the truth is, 
If we knew it, not memorize it, not have it on our phone, but if we knew it experientially, the Bible, the way the Bible uses the word knowing, if we knew God that way, oh, it would change. It would change the way we act, the way we live and move among one another. And that's why Paul, in starting this letter to the Ephesians, he's going to give them advice. He's going to give them commands. But he says, you know what? We got to start where we have to start. We have to start that you know him. That you know who our God is. What kind of God is he? We're going to get more into these different uh, prayers in the next uh, couple of days. But let me give an overview. He says that you will know him. And what are the three things he says that I hope you know him in his, that you will know the hope to which he's called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and the immeasurable greatness of his power. He says, I pray that you know God, and I pray that you know that there's so much hope, there's so much riches, and there's so much power. Wow. And I'm looking forward to our meditations on this in the next couple of days, but just Sit with me here for a minute and imagine that. If you did know how much hope God has for you, how differently would you act? Recently, my wife and I were talking with a, uh, a friend of hers, you know, who's married and is having struggles with her husband. And uh, it's been a few years and... Before we started talking, there was just so much hopelessness. Just this feeling that, will this ever change? Will he ever change? Will I ever change? What's the hope in this marriage? And we sat together, we counseled, we talked, we gave advice. But more than anything, we showed her the hope that is in Jesus. And she went to her husband with so much hope, saying, you know what? You know, you could just feel the difference with her, the excitement that, you know what? God's changing me. God's changing him. This is going to work out. Do you know the hope to which he has called you? I pray we know that even with this pandemic, everything we're going through, to know the hope that he's called us to. Interesting that Paul wrote that from prison. <laughs> the guy in prison is saying, I hope you, I pray you know how much hope we have. What about riches? You know, when we worry about money, when I worry about money, it's because I'm looking at a very, very small pie. And I'm watching that pie get sliced up. And I'm watching different people get slices of that pie. And just recently in our prayer meeting in, our, in, in Victory Santa Rosa, one of the uh, people reminded me, I said, you know, it, it's, it's not the pie that's small. You know? And even if people get as many slices of that pie as they want, we serve a God who makes more pies. <laughs> There's more. Do you know the immeasurable riches that He has for us? That my God can supply all your needs according to His riches and glory, as Paul writes in another letter. And do you know the immeasurable greatness of the power that He has for all of us who believe? So much power. Power to fix our world Power to change our situation. Power to change your loved one's heart. Power to change your heart. Paul, in prison, to, to a church who cares for him, who's saying, oh, I hope you're okay. Uh, are you all right? We're, we're praying for you, Paul. We're sending you stuff. He writes to them and in, in the opening you know, part of his letter says, 
Oh, I pray you know him. I pray you know that there's so much hope. There's so much riches. And there's so much power for us. Let me pray that for you now as we uh, close this morning worship and prayer. And I pray that you even pray that for yourself. Lord, I want to know you. Lord, I don't want to settle. Lord, I don't want to just go through the motions. Lord, I want to know more of you. Lord, I acknowledge, I, I confess, I don't know you <laughs> the way I should, the way I could. So Holy Spirit, please help me know you more. Lord Jesus, thank you that you came, that we might know you, that you are not a God who's hard to reach, who's, who's aloof, who makes himself uh, 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 obscure, Lord, from us. Lord, we live in a world that tries to, to, to do that, God, since the early days of the church until now. There's people who like to profit off of other people's ignorance, who want to say, now, I have the secret knowledge, pay me, give me this, buy my book, and I will give you the secret knowledge. Instead, Lord, I thank you that you are a God who came that we might know you. But I pray that you'll help us today. That in this abundance, Lord, with so much Christian resources online, so many opportunities to know you, that we will not take it for granted. And instead, like Paul, we would pray that prayer, Lord, we want to know you more. We want to know you better. Lord, we pray that you will help us. Give us that spirit of wisdom and revelation, Holy Spirit, and speak to our hearts. Lord, and I pray that you would even apply that to our specific situations now. We pray for those, God, who are feeling hopeless, who are feeling dejected, God, who are going to work or going to school this morning with no uh, sense of calling or, or, or your presence in it, Lord. It's just going through the motions. Or maybe they're at home and they, they look at the loved ones with no sense of hope for them. Lord, I pray that you will help us to see the hope that you have for us. Lord, I pray for those who are uh, lacking financially, or even in other areas. Help us to see that you have called us with so much riches, Lord, available to those who believe. That we will lack no good thing, but you will make all grace abound to us so we will have all that we need and we will abound in every good work. And Lord, we pray for those who need power this morning. Power right now. Power to get through the day. Power to reign in life. Power to fight sin. Power to be who they've called, they're called to be. Lord, we just claim that power, Lord, through you. More than anything, God, we just want to know you more. Because, Lord, once we know you, that's it. Gonna make it. We're gonna be fine. Even as we sing this song again, Lord, let us declare in our hearts, Lord, you are all we are after, Lord. In Jesus' name. Why don't we just sing that worship song again and let it be a declaration from our hearts that He is all we're after. There's nothing that my heart wants more than you. You are all I'm after. There's nothing that I'm holding back from you. You are all I'm after There's nothing that my heart wants more than you You are all I'm after There's nothing that I'm holding back from you 
desperate for you There's nothing that my heart wants more than you Oh God, oh Lord, you were all I'm after, Lord Oh, there's nothing that I'm holding back from you You are all I'm after together for the last time think you are good you are good always you are good oh god always you are good always you are good Always. Well, thank you, Lord, uh, that we, even as we pray this prayer, we know that you hear us and that you have answered and will continue to answer this prayer in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you. Have a great day. Try this. Be be sensitive to the Holy Spirit today. Things are going to happen today. And, you know, you can explain it naturally, circumstantially, but there are also avenues for us to know God more. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the Victory Devotional Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this will help you build a habit of hearing from God every day. If you'd like more messages like these, you can follow us on Spotify or on our Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to watch these messages, you can watch them every weekday morning on our Victory PH Facebook page.